This is episode three of the Profit Podcast, and today we are going to cover a simple three-step gym floor process that will help you pick up clients a lot easier, keep them for longer, and make sure that you've got a steady flow of leads for the rest of your PT career. Let's dive in. The Profit Podcast. Hello, it's Matt Robinson here again with another episode of the Profit Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our first interview session that we did with Rich Malpass back in episode number two. If you haven't done so already, let us know what you thought of that. Let us know how you found that format. Today's episode is going to build on one of the key topics that Rich talked about in his interview. And this is something that moving forwards, I really want to sort of do with the podcast and try and make things a little bit different from things that I've heard elsewhere. Sometimes I will listen to a really good interview with a great guest and there are a couple of topics in there that I would love to deep dive into a little bit more and find out more about that area. So as the host of the podcast, I'm going to try and pick out a few of these topics and build on those for you just to make sure that you can get the absolute most out of those and understand them better, which will then hopefully enable you to implement them much easier into your business. The key topic we're going to cover today, as I talked about in the intro, is Rich Malpass's simple three-step process for approaching the gym floor. Now, before we revisit that, I want to lay down a little bit of context because the problem with simplicity in this day and age is that we believe that if something's simple, it's not really worth bothering with. You know, the answer must be complicated. And we're great at talking to clients about how you know, exercise is really simple, nutrition is really simple, stop overcomplicating things. But then when it comes to us and our own businesses, we're our, wor- we're our own worst enemy in terms of trying to overcomplicate simple systems and simple processes for generating business and creating success. So to lay that up for you, um, there are many great ways to generate leads. There are many great ways to build your business. And, you know, in the social media age that we live in now, It's very easy to put out a few posts. It's very easy to generate a bit of a following. And we can become over-reliant on those sorts of things to try and generate leads for our business, try and generate clients. And there is nothing wrong with that. Email marketing is another thing you can do. You can do all sorts of stuff. But the reality is, is that if you are in a gym environment, you are surrounded by people that are clearly raising their hand and saying to you, I am interested in improving my current state of health and fitness that is why I turned up today. Let that sink in for a second. They're raising your, their hand and saying to you, I am here to improve my health and fitness. And we all know that you are in a great position to help them do that. It is your job to get in front of those people and let them know how you can help and why they might want to consider your help. Because at this moment in time, they might not even be thinking about it. So let's have a quick look at how you actually go about achieving that. Rich did a great job of teeing this up in his podcast interview, but with that being about 20 minutes into the episode, it was quite a long episode, and I'm I'm very aware that it's quite easy to forget some of the stuff that was covered earlier on in the episode. I just wanted to make sure we revisited it, because I feel that it's a topic that a lot of people can benefit from, and a lot of people struggle with. I know I've struggled with this myself in the past. So, quick overview of Rich's three-step process, and then we'll dive into each one. So, step one was simply be there and be present. And what Rich meant by that was build rapport with people, get them to know, like, and trust you. Number two was position yourself as an expert. So find a way in which you can show people your expertise and how it is that you might be able to help them. And then number three was give these people a chance to buy. 
it's very easy as a personal trainer to do things for free, help people out, you know, and there's a time and a place for that. But there is also a time and a place where you have to pay your bills. You have to bring some money in. So make sure we've got a process for doing that. So let's take a deep dive into each of these areas. Let's give you a little bit more context on each of those and maybe give you a few examples from my own experience of how you can do these things. So let's dive into step one. Be there and be present. What Rich talked about was the idea that when you're a brand new PT, it's very easy to be in the gym for quite a large amount of time without really doing much. Your diary's empty. You can use that time to sort of just hang around the staff room, hang around the cafe, do your own training. You know, you might suddenly find yourself training two, three times a day just to fill your time. You can sit around and mess around on social media, see what other people are doing, you know, checking emails that haven't even arrived in your inbox yet because who's going to be emailing you when you've not generated any business? And it's very easy just to procrastinate. Um, So what he said was, is make sure that you're not just there, but you're present and that your job at this phase is to get people to know, like, and trust you. They're the foundations of what people need in order to buy. You've probably heard this many times before, but it's often a really, really simple concept that gets forgotten about. Um, And how I like to think of these types of things is, relay them back to scenarios where I've bought stuff you know if I've gone into a car dealership to buy a car and I didn't like the salesman the chances are I didn't buy the car regardless of how nice the car was and you know how great it would have been to drive it if I didn't know like and trust the person I didn't buy them same in other aspects of life if you don't know like and trust people you do not feel in a safe environment to invest and you know believe that that person can help you Um, The human brain doesn't deal well with environments that aren't safe. You know, we need to make it safe for people to talk to us and know us and like us and trust us. So how do you do that? How do you actually go about doing that? It's very, very simple, which again means it's often overlooked. You just go over to the humans in the gym and you speak to them. You let them know who you are, what you do, and maybe tell them a little bit about yourself on a personal note. You know, if you give a little in terms of who you are, and maybe show them a little bit of vulnerability. They might open up to you a little bit more. Talk to them about when you first started training in the gym. Talk to them about what it is that you do in your free time and find out what it is what they do in their free time. Talk to them about the kids, the wife, the job, the car, the football team. You know, anything, anything just to lower that barrier and make the gym feel a lot less intimidating for them than it does right now will help you build that rapport with them and get them to know, like, and trust you. It is quite a simple process that can be easily overcomplicated when we start to think to ourselves what am I going to say how am I going to do it how am I going to approach them so a way I used to overcome this is I used to have a little look around the gym floor find someone that I wanted to approach I'd start counting down from three I'd go three two one and go and off I go I'd just walk and that immediate action that immediate movement towards the person was my little trigger for, right, we're going and talking. And then I'd figure out the rest once I got there. I'd just approach the person and go, hi, I'm Matt, <laughs> and, and see, where, see where we end up with from there. I might end up commenting on how nice the trainers were. I might comment on the fact that I'd not seen them in the gym before or that I'd not seen them for a while. I might comment on the fact that they were doing a certain type of training and could they tell me a little bit about that. It doesn't really matter what it is. It's just about getting that engagement and interaction with people. And I believe that this is going to become even more important as we move further into this sort of social media and detached age of communication 
we need these sorts of interactions as human beings to feel connected. And if we're not getting these, we're not going to feel connected. So if there is someone that's suddenly in the gym wanting, wanting to connect with us and engage with us, we're going to like that person more. We're going to want to spend more time with them, which for you as a PT and building your business is going to be a great opportunity to get that person to spend a bit more time around you and then find out how you can help them. So quick review of step one. Get people to know, like, and trust you. Be there. Be present. Step number two involves positioning yourself as an expert. So what is it that you do to help people understand what it is that you can bring to the table? Because in their eyes, they will look around the gym and they will see you and maybe two, three, or maybe even 10 or 20 other PTs, and they won't know what the difference is. They won't know what you can offer that other people can't. They won't know what your experience is. They won't know why it is that they should train with you and why it is that they shouldn't train with someone else. They've got no idea of that, and it's your job to show them how your approach might be different or you know, what your approach to nutrition is or exercise is or how you go about doing things. So in his podcast episode, Rich talked about how he used to run these free body fat clinics, and he also mentioned that I used to do the same. I believe that something like that is a great way of showing people something that they've probably never had done before, which makes it a little bit different, a little bit more interesting, a little bit more exciting. Yes, we can agree that it's probably not the most accurate thing in the world, but then again, all we're trying to do is, is help them see that we can help them and we want to have a conversation about that and this is just opening the doors for that conversation. So what is it you can do for these people to help see that you're an expert. It might be that there and then on the spot, you do a little posture analysis on them. It might be that you do a little movement with them. It might be that you ask them about a slight problem they've got with one of their joints and show them something they can do really quickly and easily to help that and alleviate a little bit of pain. It might be that they're running on a treadmill and you can suggest slightly changing that and that might help them feel more comfortable in that running position. It might be something as simple as showing them how to do the exercise they're currently doing that little bit better so that they can feel that muscle working more or feel like they're not straining the neck or pulling things that they shouldn't be pulling. Anything you can do to show them that you know your stuff and position yourself as an expert will stand you head and shoulders above the rest of the crowd because not only have you taken the time to get to know, like, and trust this person and get them to know, like, and trust you, you are now showing them a couple of little ways that you can help them out and they're going to be way more likely to then go and want to talk to you and have a, a sort of a sales conversation with you. Going back to the car example I talked about earlier about me not knowing and liking and trusting a salesman and not wanting to buy the car. Because I didn't know, like, and trust the salesman, I never took the car for a test drive. You know, and that's their version of showing that they're experts at making cars. Might seem like a bit of a strange example, but I'm trying to give you a bit of context from outside of our world because I always like to look at other examples of how this is done in the world around us that we don't even notice. So in this scenario, it's about you giving your own version of that test drive. It's how can they use your services for free, maybe up front, just to get a little bit of an idea of what it's like to work with you. So it might be a body fat clinic. It might be a seminar that you're running that shows how great you are at delivering nutrition and educating people. It might be something as simple as a free session in which you can show them what a training session with you would look like. It might be something along the lines of a little posture assessment. Uh, a little movement analysis. It could be something as simple as just asking them if they ever actually been weighed and measured accurately before and, and doing that for them. 
doesn't really matter what these things are. It's just something above and beyond what they would normally expect of their visit from the gym that helps them realize that you are very good at what you do. So step number two is position yourself as an expert. Step number three is about opening up a conversation in which the person you're talking to is in a position to buy. It's not about hard selling. It's not about trying to convince people to invest money in something they don't want. It's about giving someone the opportunity to buy. Because as Rich mentioned in the podcast episode, people aren't just going to come over and hand you a wad of cash and say, let's do this PT thing. I really want to, I really want to do it. No one does that. You know, it'd be great if people did, but no one really does that. If anything, people are quite dubious about investing in some of these things because unlike a lot of other services, you get something physical for your money. If I go into a car showroom and hand them my money, I get a car in return. And what is it that we give our clients? Well, we don't give them any phys- anything physical in return. We're basically taking their money and deli- in the hope that we can deliver on a promise that we can get them their result. You know, they're trusting us without actually seeing that result up front other than maybe some before and after pictures that we've got and other bits of social proof that we might have with other clients. So it's about making it comfortable for people to buy and making sure that you've got a nice, simple process for doing that. So what we like to do at Profit Personal Training is is we just like to sit people down in the cafe, have a drink with them, again, just have a general conversation with them, get to know a little bit more about them, fill in some of the blanks that we might not already know about them that would give us a little bit more context as to what this person's life is like. You know, if I don't know what their job is, I might want to find that out. If I don't know if they've got kids, I might want to find that out. Does this person travel a lot? What does this person struggle with in in day-to-day life? Is there anything that they're trying to achieve from going to the gym that would help them just in their general life, even if it's as simple as running after the kids or getting up off the floor or not having that knee pain or not having that backache. Is there anything yet that I don't know that I need to be able to show them I can help them with? Because that's probably one of the key problems they want to overcome. So in this conversation, we're just going to keep it, you know, same as we've done before, same as the gym floor conversation. doesn't suddenly become a scripted robotic sales pitch It just becomes a conversation about what you know of the person and how you can help them in achieving their results. And it's a chance for you to show them your system of doing that and how you have helped people achieve that before. Show them a few before and after pictures of people that look similar to them. Show them a few bits and pieces of information about how you got them there. Um, Obviously, you've got to be careful about making sure you've got clients' permission to show their before and afters and things like that. That's another topic altogether. But just make sure that this person can see the results ahead of time because at this moment in time, they might not believe that a person like them can get results like that. So they might need to see that. They might need to see someone like them or that's in a similar situation to them or who had a similar ambition to them. They might need to see someone else getting that result first in order to believe that they can do it as well. If you show someone all of this, if you've got them to the point where they know, like, and trust you, they've seen you're an expert and you've given them an opportunity to buy, The decision is then theirs. It's up to them whether or not they want to invest in their health and fitness. It's not for you to push that onto them. It's for them to decide, is this something I am ready to invest in? And the answer in all scenarios might not be yes. Not everyone is ready to invest right now, but a no doesn't mean a hard no. What a no might mean is not yet. I'm just not ready yet. I need to think about this a little bit more. They might need to see a little bit more. They might need you know, to see a few more examples of other people that you've worked with. And that's fine. We don't want to push people into this. 
people have got to want the change for you to then deliver on that promise of a result. And if they don't want to change and we force them into you know, trying to create change, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do the work. And all that's going to happen is, is we're going to get frustrated at some point and we're eventually going to lose this client without them ever getting a result. And that's not great for your business. We want people walking around the gym that are walking billboards for you and what you do. And the way we do that is we get them great results. So quick recap on those three steps. Number one, be there, be present. And this is all about getting people to know, like, and trust you. Number two, position yourself as an expert. Use simple tools and strategies to enable people to see why you are good at what you do and how you do things a little bit differently. And then number three, put people in an environment where it is easy for them to buy. Create a safe environment for them to make a clear decision. People that are confused, people that don't understand how it works will struggle to make a clear decision. And when we make a clear, when we can't make a clear decision, we'll, we'll just stick to what we know already. We won't make any decision at all. We'll just leave as we were. We'll stay with the status quo. And obviously, we're trying to create a bit of change for people, and the status quo will not do that for us. So those three simple steps will help you on your way to picking up your first few clients or building on the client base you've got already. And I just wanted to make sure that we got a chance to highlight how powerful that simple process was because as I said, it was quite a long podcast episode. It's easy to lose those little nuggets that fall into the episode sort of 20, 30 minutes in when there's so much more good content that comes after that. And it's easy to focus in on the really exciting bits about building a semi-private business and earning more money per hour and working less hours. It's all well and good focusing on those things. And that's, you know, that's great. We should be looking towards building that. But the bit about how to actually go about doing that was a little bit earlier on and I wanted to make sure you didn't miss that. So that's episode three. That's the content for today. As always, please leave us a review. Let us know how you found the format. Let us know if there was anything more from that episode you'd like us to dig into. And if you want to know anything more about myself or Profit Personal Training and what we do, Google us, Profit Personal Training, or go to pro-fitpersonaltraining.co.uk. That's all for today. I will catch you very soon in episode number four. The Pro.